reflection and the mirror's reflection I'm a dancing along with myself And when there's no one else inside I in the crowd and lonely night Well, I wait so long for my love vibration And I'm dancing along with myself week's episode of the zone blitz tonight broadcasting from poker fraud alert radio and pokerfraudalert.com this will be the season finale of the zone blitz and um, usually we would be broadcasting on podcastvegas.com um, 
or VegasPokerRadio.com, but that site has since been forwarded over to here. And for the time being, and maybe permanently, we'll be broadcasting all Zone Blitz shows from here, and maybe a couple poker um, podcasts sometime over the next month or two. Um, but anyhow, we'll jump right into things tonight. Super Bowl Sunday was yesterday. Uh, we've had the last couple weeks off here, and it was an excellent game. Um, as has been the case the last five, six years or so. Um, look back, Giants-Patriots, that was a thriller last year. Came down in the final minutes. Um, Packers-Steelers, Packers had control mostly in that game, but nonetheless a close game. Saints-Colts, uh, it was a 14-point uh, win by the Saints, but it was still tight going into the fourth quarter till Manning threw that pick six. Uh, Steelers-Cardinals game before that was a great game. Uh, Giants-Patriots, great game, and the last somewhat of a blowout where it was really controlled from start to finish was Colts-Bears, so we're on a good string of Super Bowls so far, and we're on a good string of Super Bowls so far, and um, hopefully it continues um, into the future here. Telling me you can't hear me that good, let me just take a look here at my settings, and... See if I can improve the sound quality. One second. Just bear with me a second here while I try and adjust this. Um, hmm. Is that better? Let me know if that's better for you guys. Um, hold on a second here. No, not better. All right, hold on a second. I'm trying to go as loud as I can here, guys. that better I mean how low is it on a scale of 1 to 10 is it 2 on a scale of 1 to 10 3 alright let me try one more thing How about that? Same? Two and a half? How about that? 
Hold on one second here. Is that better? Yeah, that's what I thought. It sounds uh really loud, right? Is it better? Alright, so that's better, much better. Much clearer. Alright. At least you can hear hear me better. A little static. Alright, I can do something to fix that. But it's not terrible. I'm understandable, Dark Star, right? You can make everything out pretty good. Let me know if you can, um, alright, let me know if you can hear this music as well, too. Alright, let me, let me, let me know if you can hear this music okay. Good. Um, just gonna adjust one more thing, and then gonna jump back into the show here, and um, can adjust this a little bit with Druff later on. And let me just see here. That's probably about as good as I can get it for now. So, all right, I'm just start this clip over again. now probably a little staticky but as far as these guys are telling me sound a lot better than it was before um, which is great and I'm just gonna jump right back into the Super Bowl like I said uh, the games the last five or six years have been very good um, not too many blowouts um, last big big blowout in Super Bowl was Tampa Bay over Oakland other than that I mean everything's been pretty close um, you know, a few games have been controlled, double-digit wins over the last 10 seasons or so, but um, but nothing too crazy. Um, so we'll go right into the game yesterday. It was an exciting game. Baltimore looked like they were going to run away with it. Then we had that power outage. San Fran looked like they were going to take it back, and it didn't work. But 
we'll jump right in. Um, Baltimore just uh, seized control right off the bat. Um, drive down, Anquan Bolden catches a TD pass from Joe Flacco. Bolden's been outstanding in these playoffs so far, and maybe the MVP of that team so far through the playoffs, uh, right along with Joe Flacco. Um, 49ers just uh, buried themselves, put themselves in a hole, um, couldn't move the ball early, um, but they stuck with their game plan late in the game, and their pistol offense was firing on all cylinders later in the game, but just forward it back here, we're in the second quarter, uh, Flacco was just on fire, unconscious, uh, just throwing, spraying the ball all around the field, uh, hitting everybody, Ed Dix and Dennis Pitta, um, and then there was just that one big blow before halftime where Jacoby Jones got free deep, um, caught a bomb, fell down, got up, made two guys miss, went in for the score. Ravens went up 21-3. Um, they made a couple of mistakes in this uh, first half. Um, one of them was uh, on the Acres miss, ran into the kicker, obviously. It was... Um, Pretty big mistake. He got to kick that one over, nailed it, and um, yeah, the first one it wasn't because the guy ran into the kicker either. That's not why he missed. The ball was clearly bent about halfway, so something either going on there with the the holder or just Acres' accuracy this year. He's been missing a lot, but sometimes it comes down to the snap. Guy holding the ball, and um, you know, Sam Fran went into halftime uh, getting drilled twenty-one to six, and third quarter Jacoby Jones opens it up 108 yard kickoff return it's actually just reading on um, sportsline.com that $600,000 in free furniture was given out because of that kick return by Jacoby Jones um, there was a promotion at some furniture store in Baltimore where it was free furniture if you bought um, you know if you bought the furniture between a certain date and the Super Bowl Sunday and if Jacoby Jones returned either the opening kickoff or the second half kickoff for a touchdown, free furniture. So they're out 600k in furniture, and uh, somewhere around here did something similar back in um, 2004 when the Red Sox won the World Series. It was Jordan's furniture, and they said if the Red Sox won the World Series, free furniture. If you bought it before the season between certain dates, and they got absolutely clobbered on that. And then I think. Uh, they might have came up with one like if they swept the World Series a couple of years later and the Red Sox swept the World Series and they got clobbered on that too. So uh, their insurance, I'm sure, paid for it. They were out a shitload. But anyways, this looks like uh, free furniture there for people in Baltimore. But anyways, back to the game. Jones brings that kickoff back. Looks like it's all over. It's 28-6. to And then the power failure there, which is um, pretty shitty considering the size of the event here. Um, you know, it's Super Bowl Sunday. You know, this game's supposed to go smooth. Um, soon as that power went out, the first thing I thought of was terrorist attacks, something like that. Uh, and the second thing I thought of was the earthquake back in the earthquake series. I think it was 88 or 89. Uh, A's versus uh, Giants when there was that um, major earthquake in San Francisco. Um, so the last big delay like this I can remember in a big game and um, you know there was a big layoff here for a while and wasn't really sure you know who who's it going to affect more uh, the one team that you know could get hurt more here was obviously Baltimore they were just absolutely had the throttle 
uh, foot on the gas, pedal to the metal, just looked like they were going to run away with this game. And right after that, San Francisco just exploded. I think they scored, uh, what was it, like 17 points in the you know, three-minute stretch. I think um, after they came back, I think they punted on like a third and 13 and, or a fourth and 13 when they failed to convert the third and 13. And then they scored like 17 points in like a blink of an eye. But you can't really blame that on the you know the layoff and say it helped San Francisco. Ultimately, it did, but it could have went either way. Both teams were at a disadvantage, but... The only, you know, Baltimore did have some momentum there. Um, so that hurt them, uh, you know, it might have hurt them a little bit, but um, Kaepernick hit Crabtree on uh, a nice little route. Um, held, held on to the ball, got hammered twice, and stayed strong, ran it in for a TD. Then, um, you know, they stuck with that pistol offense the second half. Got to give them credit for not uh, giving up and just, just going into throw mode. I mean, San Francisco almost ran for 200 yards yesterday in this game. And I'm going to get to that in a minute. Um, Kaepernick wound up finishing with 7 for 62 on the ground and a TD. Most of those didn't come out of the pistol. Most of them came on scrambles. But nonetheless, they stuck with the running game. Frank Gore had a pretty big game on the ground. Finished 19 for 110. Um, had a couple big runs. And they stuck with their game plan. Kept hammering away, hammering away. Um, and then, you know, it was a, it was a wild finish here. I mean, uh, San Francisco, Baltimore, I think they, they had a chance to put the game away. They only got a field goal out of the deal. And, um, San Fran drove back down and, uh, I didn't like a lot of the play calls. I think it was first and first and goal from the seven yard line. And I just didn't like the calls they had down there. I think they threw it three straight downs. I don't think any of them were out of the pistol, or at least the last two weren't. Uh, they got Kaepernick out on the edge. And, um, you know, he's not the, the greatest guy when he's when he's on the run throwing. Um, just didn't like any of the play calls. Um, Would have liked even three straight runs. The way they were running the ball there in the second half, I think they, they should have tried to run it a little more. Um just seems they went away from their identity of what's got them here so far through the playoffs. So you got a first and goal from the seven-yard line. They don't punch it in. Baltimore takes over. Obviously takes the safety there at the end of the game. Um, the fourth and goal play where uh, Jim Harbaugh has been crying about. I think he's a little bitch. And, um, you know, the, the call could go either way. They're not going to call that a huge game. Um the only time I remember something like that being called in a big game like this was uh, back with Miami and Ohio State. I think it was back in like 2001 where they threw the flag in about 10 seconds after it happened. But that call is not going to get made in that circumstance. At least I think like nine times out of ten they're just going to let the guys play. And uh, that's what they did. And, you know, Baltimore, um, smart move. They took the safety there at the end of the game. Punter ran about eight to ten seconds off the clock um very smart move phil sims i don't know what the hell he was on last night but he was like i don't know i don't know if i would take the safety i'm just like of course you got to take the safety you're gonna take as much time off the clock here get a free kick uh last thing you want to do is get that thing blocked and lose the game pin back punting from there um so overall it, w- it was a pretty good game it was action-packed looked like it was going to be a blowout but you know, it wound up being a pretty good game. I'm going to take a peek in the chat here. Um, see what you guys got to say about the, about the game. Hmm. 
let's see here oh this is an emergency radio just the zone blitz last show of the season ran through every week since um august about a two-hour show every week probably have my home here next year um unless i decide to come up with another site or me and drexel decide to come up with another site or whatever but more, more than likely just broadcast it from here um you know i've owned a couple forums now not really something um not really something that you know i'm really looking to jump and get back into after the events that have happened recently so um you know we'll have to uh wait and see but for now I'll be on poker fraud alert and uh, I'll probably do a couple poker shows here sometime maybe about limit hold and online poker strategy just little things that um you know can help a lot of people with their poker game so I'm just going to keep scrolling back through the chat here do 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 see if we got anything um not too many comments about the game, so but we can get into talking about other stuff you guys want tonight. Um, but anyhow, um, yeah, it was an excellent game. I didn't like the I didn't like the call early in the game by John Harbaugh to um, to go for it on that fake field goal. They had an opportunity to go up 14 points in the second quarter. He didn't opt for the field goal. Um, they almost did pick up the first down. I mean, if he got it, he'd look like a genius, but I'd just say take the points there. Uh, you got a pretty good kicker. You got a chance to go up 14 on a team like San Fran. You know, the more points you can get against them, make them, you know, try and make them one-dimensional. And just uh, even though that's what they, they like to do is, uh, you know, they like to go out of that pistol, but, if you, you know, make them throw. Make Kaepernick prove that he can lead a comeback like that big deficit some places now you've never been down 21 points in the nfl almost got the job done and um you know the one thing i i think i, I was very critical of kaepernick the, this was before he made his first start against new orleans um i think i broadcasted that night and the one thing the the one negative i said about kaepernick is didn't think he could really make touch throws and um you know, the guy has an absolute cannon for an arm. He's as athletic as they come at the quarterback position. Um, maybe even just as athletic or maybe even more athletic in certain ways than Robert Griffin III. But um, the one thing I think he really needs to work on is is just touch, touch throws. Uh, you know, if he's got a guy running free, it just seems that he can't get the ball up high enough where it's going to drop in, uh, which is something, you know, Joe Flacco is very good at. That's one of the, you know, you've seen it all through the playoffs here. Guy throws, uh, you know, he can throw those high-rising balls that just come down and land in guys' arms. Kaepernick throws those 30, 40-yard passes like that one to Vernon Davis on the outside. Uh, I think he ran like a wheel route or a go, go route um, in the fourth quarter, the one that went off his fingertips. I mean, if he just lobbed that in there, I mean, uh, Vernon Davis has a lot of real estate there. But that's the one thing I've really been critical on Kaepernick. And I, I remember it all the way back to when he was playing at Nevada. Um, you know, he would dominate on the ground with his feet. He could throw the ball around, didn't have the best receivers there. But when he did throw the ball, sometimes he'd be erratic just because, you know, you got to remember this guy was a, he's got an awkward throwing motion. Uh, you know, he was a pitcher in high school, could throw like 98, 99 miles an hour and, you know, that's it, it's something that he could perfect over time, but, you know, um, 
and he's actually been a lot more accurate than I thought he would be in the NFL, much more accurate than I thought he would be. He's got a great coach, you know, guy played quarterback in the NFL for 16 seasons, but if he can get those touch throws down where he can just lay it in there, um, I think he's going to be, you know, he's got potential to be the best quarterback in the league. Um, he's just got that ability in him, and everybody's seen it. Uh, since he's taken over the starting job, he's had, you know, he's fault, he's flustered a, a couple times, but more often than not, I mean, just look at this guy's athletic ability. It's just unbelievable. Uh, probably runs 4-4, It was just amazing that TD run he had there in the third or fourth quarter last night where he uh, was in the fourth quarter, actually, where the, the, he, there was nothing there. And he just decided, I'm just going to swing outside and just take this thing to the end zone. No one even got close to that guy. But, um, you know, one thing they did that Baltimore did decide to do last night to limit Kaepernick when they were in the pistol was um, they just took Terrell Suggs and fired him inside. Um, and just he was just sprinting at Kaepernick all night. Didn't care if they gave the goal to Gore up the middle or if they're going outside pitching to James or pitching to Gore. It just took Suggs and said, just keep hitting Kaepernick, keep hitting Kaepernick. And, you know, they just wanted to, if Kaepernick was going to beat him, he was going to beat him with their arm. And, you know, they gave up some, some big plays on the ground. But, I don't know, it's it's going to be tough. Nobody's showed that they could really stop this pistol offense yet in the NFL. Um, you know, the Redskins had amazing success with it. And ever since Sam, ever since Kaepernick got in there, it's just every week after week, um, you know, everybody everybody said about the Wildcat, oh, this is a gimmick offense, but this pistol offense with um, the reads you can get off that and what you can do throwing out of it, it's going to be difficult to stop. Um, it's just so many different angles, and, you know, a guy like Kaepernick's been running this offense. He ran it four years at Nevada. The guy, um, guy by the name of Chris Alt who invented it, um, so... You know, this offense is tailor-made for him. So, see what happens. The only way I think you're going to be able to slow these offenses down is if you hurt these guys. I mean, defenses will have another year, and guys will catch up, and, you know, defensive coordinators will adjust a little bit, but they didn't really adjust at all this year. Nobody really showed signs that they could shut this type of offense down, and, you know, these quarterbacks are just getting more athletic as they come into the league as, you've, you know, you saw it this year. You saw it with Kaepernick. You saw it with Robert Griffin the third. Even saw it with uh, with Russell Wilson to some degree. And then you have Cam Newton as well. All these guys rushing for over 500. Some of them, uh, you know, Griffin close to a thousand. So um, it's just gonna it's gonna be fun to watch here in the NFL. I mean, everybody always said you know you could never run like the option when it was the option before. You know, back in the 90s when Nebraska would run people over. But the thing is, you probably could run the option in um, just like a straight option in the NFL. The only thing is, you know, your quarterback's just going to get absolutely pounded. You know, this pistol, you know, uh, you know, these guys make the right reads. They're not going to get hit too much. But, you know, it will take a toll on them a little bit if they're carrying the ball that much. So, bounce over to Baltimore on the winning side here. Joe Flacco wins the MVP. Uh, the big question has been, is he elite? Is he not elite? Well, you've you got to put him in the elite class now, I guess. I mean, I've run down this guy's numbers since he's come into the league. He's never really been asked to, to chuck it too much. They've always had a pretty good running game, a really good defense. And, you know, running up to this year, I mean, 21-12 and 12 for TDs to win to shit 
interceptions. 25 and 10, 20 and 12, 22 and 10. Pretty consistent, not eye-popping numbers, but enough to get the job done in the type of system that they've been running. And like I said, with the sound running game and a good defense, um, you know, he hasn't really been asked to do much. When it, but when it comes playoff time, this guy, he's performed very well. I think he has more road victories than any quarterback in the history of the game in the NFL playoffs. Um, I think he won a road game in his first start in the NFL playoffs. Um, swept through them this year. What was it, 11 TDs, zero interceptions. Um you know, should, could have gotten the victory and gotten them to the Super Bowl last year. I mean, the game against the Patriots, when the uh, that game came down to the wire, and he, I don't really like to say, you know, this quarterback outplayed this quarterback in a certain game, but if you want to look at it that way, you know, he statistically, he outperformed Brady in that game last year. He was unbelievable. And um, some people picked Baltimore for the Super Bowl, you know, coming off watching Flacco through the playoffs last year. And in that game, I mean, if you give this guy time and he has time to throw, he's not going to miss. He's got an absolute cannon for an arm. He can make all the throws. You know, he's not that, that athletic, but, you know, he, he a couple times last night he was driven outside the pocket, made a lot of nice throws on the run, um, hit Bolden with a couple back shoulder throws, a couple floaters where he just, you know, put it right where only Bolden could get it. Bolden went up and made the plays. But I like Joe Flacco's game. Um you know, as you see these quarterbacks coming in now, these guys really athletic, and, you know, Flacco's more of the traditional drop-back thrower, but, again, I really like uh, I like what he brings to the table, and I've been saying it all year. Um, you know, just, just give the guy a max contract or, or close to it. Um, I think my volume just went down. should be back to normal now. should be better now. Um, yeah, I've always been saying, just give the guy the max contract because... You know, well, the the numbers that these quarterbacks are putting in the, up in the NFL now are starting to jump off the page. I mean, he's been pretty consistent over a five- or six-year period. And if they don't give him a max contract in the offseason and somebody else does, uh, which I don't think will happen, I think they'll lock him up for pretty much whatever he wants or, you know, whatever he's asking for. But, you know, when you you have an opportunity to to lock a guy up like this, you got to do it. Otherwise you're going to wind up with the Kevin Cobbs of the world starting for you. And, you know, that could put you in the basement for five or six years. So when you get a guy like this, you should sign him, you know, and just hold on to him. Uh, going to take a quick look at the chat here. And let's see here. No, Vernon Davis. Take a quick look. Oh, we got Brandon calling in right now. Hold on one second. Let me connect him. Mr. Brandon, are you there? Hold on one second. I think I got to adjust one thing to connect you on here. Um, hold on a second. You there, Brandon? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you fine. All right, listen, I'm just calling in to say that Jay, I haven't even read it. Jason apparently just posted right now. Oh, Jesus. Uh, I haven't read the exact things, but you may want to uh, change the subject, what you're talking about, and go ahead and read his statement on there. I have not read it yet, but it looks to me like it's a confession. Um, but I have not read the whole entirety. It's a very long uh, 
post. Right. But uh, you might want to just stop what you're doing, since obviously this is what's uh, yeah. surrounded and been talked sure. about for so long, and address it. Sure, I'll, I'll be glad I to address it. I'm going to hang up with you and read it now. Well, what I'm going to do is I'm going to I'll finish I'll finish this show, and then I'll fire up another show right afterwards. And if you want to do radio with me, we can. Um, okay. So the show's right, up. I'm going to bring it to your attention because he literally just posted a minute ago. Okay, that's fine. Well, I'm going to finish up this show, and then um, if um, we we could get into talking about that after this show. Okay, um, sounds good. Fire up another one. So, uh, yeah, you just uh, stay by your computer, and I'll, I'll just I'll start another show after this, and um, we'll take a look at it, okay? All right, just shoot me a text, okay, when you're done. Yeah, probably sometime within the next 10 or 15 minutes I'll be done, and then um, I'll connect you on, and we can get into that. Okay. All right, Let sounds good. Okay, bye. All right, I'm back here. Can you guys hear me now? I just want to uh, make sure that uh, you guys can hear me. Alright, you guys can hear me okay? Rolo, I'll rely on you. Can you hear me? Okay.
You guys can't hear me now, can you?